0: Love, Talk Radio
1: Good day to you and welcome to This is brought to you by AboutGoals.com, a website dedicated to helping you maximize your potential and reach your goals every day. So, check it out. There's good information there for you. When it comes to taking our lives to the, the next level and producing the outcomes that you desire, there, there are two sets of skills that you need to master in order to make that happen. There are the hard skills needed to perform a task to a productive level. You know, for instance, if you're an IT professional, you need a specific set of technical skills to be successful in your job. Uh, if you're an artist, you need a particular set of creative skills, some natural, some learned, in order to create your art. If you're a doctor, you need to have a specific skill set and, and, a, and, and specific knowledge as it relates to your specialty. But let me ask you something. Are hard skills enough? No. You need to have soft skills as well. Soft skills are things like communication, time management teaching thinking, selling skills, creative problem solving, project management, and, and goals management. You know, these are, are things that we that focus on on this program. We focus on teaching you the soft skills of getting things done and making things happen that you need in order to be successful in business and also in life. Uh, you, you may not know this, and I don't talk about it often, but, you know, I worked in corporate management uh, more than 22 years before uh, becoming a coach and, and doing this full time. You know, I spent 22 years leading teams to the attainment of some very specific goals and, um, and, and and doing that in a very specific time frame. Getting a team to reach its collective goals was accomplished basically by getting individuals to reach their goals. You know, targets were hit and in some cases targets were missed. But in both cases, valuable lessons were learned. And what I share with you on this program are the best practices of successful goal setters and goal reachers. You know, those people who consistently produce the outcomes that they desire. Producing desired outcomes and producing specific results. Some people have learned it. Some people have not Here to do today will help you to learn, it, to, uh, to learn it. So joining me on the program today as we talk about and as we continue our discussion on the topic of procrastination is Chantal Beaupre. She is an emotional mastery coach. She's a naturopath, a licensed uh, life success consultant, and a business partner with Bob Pro- Proctor, one of the the greats in peak performance and personal development. Um, Chantal is also the author of the audio program "Procrastinator No More," and uh, that that gives her a great background to to uh, to talk. To us today on on the topic of procrastination, that audio program is one that you can purchase, download, and start listening to today at aboutgoals.com. So go to the site and and um, and do something special for yourself today. You now, yesterday, uh, Chantel, how are you doing today?
0: Very good, and you, Andrew?
1: I am just I, I'm so <laughs> good. It's just it's a shame, you know. We I, I, we talked about core beliefs last week, and and you now I wanted to to share with the listeners. Uh, just to kind of reiterate a core belief that just really kind of gets you gets you going and, and gets your gets your mind in the right place and that core belief is the the belief that you like yourself just as you are knowing knowing that you 're getting better each and every day so for the listeners out there, I want you to, to I want you to affirm that to yourself I like myself just as I am, knowing that i 'm growing and improving every day and when you ask me how am I I'm great cuz I like myself today and every day knowing that I'm always getting better. <laughs> How are you doing, Chantel?
0: Very, very good. And you know what you just referred to what late doctor Albert Ellis referred to USA. Unconditional self-acceptance. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: <It's> great. <laughs> well, you know, I love the acronym,
0: you know, USA, I mean, <laughs> Oh, I practiced estate today.
1: (laughs) Yesterday we talked about um, uh, procrastination and and what it is and and how it can sabotage your success. Uh, We also talked a little bit about how to tell if you're a positive procrastinator and um, and talked about the importance of of really kind of getting beyond the habit of procrastination. Um, Today on the program uh, we're going to be talking about why we procrastinate. We're going to kind of get into a little bit of what's going on inside of our heads or or what's, you know, understanding the mind of a procrastinator. And then we're going to talk about fear and anxiety as well. So, Chantel, I'm going to let you just jump right into it. Um, Tell us, why do we procrastinate?
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, um, First and foremost, um, it's important for us to know that and to realize that procrastination is way more than a simple act of avoidance. It is more than a behavior. It's more. It's deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that. As a matter of fact, I will uh, go as far as to say that procrastination is all about emotions. Um, now, before we jump in into what a procrastinator tells himself or herself in order to procrastinate, I will do. um, I would like to show you the connection between a behavior, an emotion, and a thought because that's really important. Because you know, procrastinators. uh, Well, first, first of all, most of the time they don't know they are procrastinating. They're just not aware. And if they are, well, why do you talk? Why do you talk about emotions and thoughts when I come to you to solve a a behavioral problem? So the connection is real. For us to make Is really important here Okay First of all Okay First of all Let's start with this premise This first premise We behave The way we feel And I'll give you an example of that Let's Pretend, it's just for the sake of our conversation, Andrew, okay? Just, I'll, give you, I'll use you as an example, but it's just for the sake of our conversation. And please, folks, <laughs> don't think that he said that to me. That's not true. That's only a, a setup. Let's pretend for a second that a couple of hours ago you were very very angry with your wife. I know you love your wife. <laughs> okay? But that you were very angry, with your wife chances are if you were at the moment you were that angry with your wife chances are that you would have acted in a certain way and if you were if you had felt the emotion love for your wife at the same moment you would have acted or behaved in another way in other words anger leads somebody to behave in a certain way and another emotion for example love will lead you to Behave in another way. Okay. Okay, so that so that's very important. We behave the way we feel. There are some emotions that will lead us to behave, to procrastinate, and there will be some emotions that will lead us to take action. That's the first premise. The second one is, okay, if we behave the way we feel, I would like to know what is the prime cause of my emotions. We want to work on the, you know, the prime cause. So the, the prime cause, I mean, the secret uh, t- told us about it. Uh, all these self-help books that we can find, uh, I think of Wing Dyer, Louise Hay, uh, uh, Dr. Albert Ellis, myself, and, and so on and on, uh, talked about it. The prime cause of our emotions lies in the thoughts, ideas, and beliefs that we have about events, people, and things. In other words, it's not the event in itself that causes us, for example, to be anxious or to be angry. It's the way we see the situation. That's the way we assess the situation that causes us to feel in one way or in another way. Okay. Okay, so that's why if we are able... The elegant solution to procrastination is, okay, if I think certain thoughts and that these thoughts cause myself to feel, let's say, calmness, peacefulness, serenity, which is the opposite of anxiety or fear, then my action will not be blocked anymore. I will behave. I will be leaded to take action. Okay. All right. You know,
1: it does. And I'm with you. Um, you know, we, you and I talked about this um, uh, before and, mm-hmm. and we kind of come at it from, from two different schools of thought, although we get to the same place in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, you're right. I, I think emotions definitely impact our, our behavior. There's no question about that to the extent that um, we that we allow it to. And you know, when we talked about the closet procrastinator yesterday, Chantal, I, 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 one thing became very clear, and that is is that there are a lot of people who procrastinate and don't know it. Because, and I realized that based on something that you said, it's not a matter of being busy or just getting a lot of things done. Because I, you know, there are a lot of people who are who get who can just plow through a to do list like there's no tomorrow, and they're very busy but at the same time they are procrastinating and and a key a key point to this is that they're procrastinating on things that they don't want to do or things that as you said emotionally um you know it's it's heavy it's something that they don't like it's something that uh puts them in a real funky place when they when they do it and their emotions are actually causing them to procrastinate even though they may be quite accomplished in other areas of their life and i know some people like that and and i i i i'm one of those people who you know i've got a huge list of things to do and i get a lot of things done but it's just that those things that i'm that i don't really like to do the things that i don't always take to naturally they tend to fall to the bottom of that list so i'm with you on the on the emotional connection um, to procrastination and 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 definitely with you on on the fact that um you know it it's more you you can look at the things that you don't want to do and really kind of determine based on whether or not you're doing those things if you are procrastinating or not cuz doing what you love to do you'll do that all day long mhm
0: mhm And, you know, while you were talking, it just popped up into my mind that people procrastinate, and we all procrastinate in one way or at a certain level. It's part of the human condition. But when we procrastinate, have you ever uh, just realized this? The consequence of our procrastination is not in the here and now. Oh, yeah. The consequent, the negative consequence. Well, that's how we, it, it, the way we see it. The, you know, the, the the negative consequence of our procrastination is far in the future.
1: Yep. Yep. So in
0: the moment, we choose pleasure, and we already talked about that fact um, together. And, but we choose pleasure over the negative consequence because anyway, the, the consequence is very far in the future. That's why we will procrastinate about uh, tackling some addictions, for, for example, or that we will procrastinate about um, uh, beginning you know, a fitness program or a diet or whatever. Because, I mean, uh, if I eat, for example, that's just an example, McDonald's each and every day, well, the consequence in the here and now, well, I will not feel them. Most probably not, but in one year, two years, three years from now, maybe I will have a cholesterol problem.
1: (laughs) Mm Mhm. Yeah.
0: If we would let's say that we know that uh, we should stop, or we'd better stop eating that's McDonald's, Big Macs, or whatever, okay junk food. And we um, each time we procrastinate about it, we were to lose, for example, a thousand dollars. Believe me,
1: <laughs> most
0: of us would not procrastinate for a very long time about this.
1: Right, right. But
0: the consequence is very far in the future.
1: Yes, and that you know, in in my book um, Breakout: The Complete Guide to Getting Unstuck, you know, that's that's one of the things that um, that creates that that causes ruts is that there is a you're able to do something that's providing a short term pleasure um, without. Uh, without paying attention to the long-term consequence of it. And by the time the consequence shows up, the habit is already there. We're already doing it. It's kind of like, you know, when you – most bad habits, I, I would venture to say all bad habits initially provide a a, um, a pleasurable uh, response to doing them. You know, the, the person who gets high, they get high because it feels good. And then over time, uh, it doesn't feel so good, but there's a physical addiction. There's a, There's an actual – Addiction uh-huh. that they have, and at that point now they 're doing it because they 're physically addicted to it, but in the short term in the short term, it was working for them. It actually helped them to escape um, It gave them that feeling of of euphoria and i 'm not I'm, of euphoria and i 'm not selling um you know drugs here i 'm not telling people to go out and escape with them it 's important to understand though that by the time the 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 long term damage shows up to things that we choose to do in the moment that only give us a short-term pleasure, by the time they show up, it's sometimes very difficult, very difficult to break out of that habit. And and that Absolutely. rut, that routine is deep. I and mean, I actually use rut as an acronym for routine unfulfilling tendencies or repeating unproductive things. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's those things that we do, that in the moment, yeah, it, it helps you to get by, but you know long-term that if you continue that over time, the outcome that you produce would not be one that you wanted. And I think that's a good measure for that person who might be struggling with procrastination and and enjoying, you know, the short-term benefits of whatever they're doing in place of what they should be doing is to, is to just kind of ask yourself, if I if I were to do this, um you know consistently for the next 3 years where would i be you know if you look at like you know eating junk food or if you look at um watching too much tv or if you look at you know for a student who might enjoy playing video games instead of uh, of applying themselves to their books you know ask yourself look at those negative look, I mean, look at those those habits look at what you're doing and they can be anything Ask yourself the question: If I continue, if I did this consistently the way that I'm doing it right now, if I did this every day for the next three years, where would I end up? And it's important that we get to that. To we go in we go into the future and we understand where these habits and where these behaviors are going to take us. So yeah, I'm yep. You know, Chantel, as, you know, as I was saying, we we approach things a little differently. But, man, we are just, we're we are in the same place with this. And the reason for it is because, I mean, what we're speaking to is really human behavior. And, and you know, people sometimes get stuck in things, and, and they don't know how to get out of it um, because it's a part, you know, it is their routine, and, and they just need to hear it. Sometimes what they already know, you need to hear it in order to begin to look at whether or not you're applying it, and to look at your situation and to make those changes. So, yeah, preach on, sister.
0: <laughs> and, you know, uh, j- j- just a tip. for First of all, I really appreciated your challenging question. Um, where will I be if I continue to eat junk food like that on a daily basis, for example? Okay? And, you know, a, a tip for people uh who wants who wants to um people who want to you know to stop an addiction to stop you know a bad habit that they have uh is to write a contract with our with your with their loved ones in which they will deliver the goods they want um uh they want um sorry in which they will they will write a contract saying okay I commit to do this do this do this do that and they will put a negative consequence Build a build-in penalties, but I don't like th- this word. But you know, a negative consequence in the now for defaulting. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the the bad, you know, the negative consequence consequence must be so huge that you don't believe me. You don't want to have to apply the negative consequence.
1: <laughs> great. That's a great okay? tip. Okay
0: yeah that's a way that you can motivate ourselves now it has been found that if you had positive consequences as well along the process that most people are most successful when when they had a positive, positive consequences as well but you can do both you can you know you can add to the contract positive consequences and negative ones um pay attention for people who will say um Oh, no, I, I don't want you to have a positive consequence. You know, only the satisfaction of a work well done will be enough. And you know what? That shows a person that feels he or she does not deserve the positive consequence. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's another problem. Okay? So, no, you can't. You deserve it. You can add a positive, con- you know, some positive consequences along the way to keep your motivation, you know, to keep you motivated. You are allowed to help yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so,
0: not prohibited.
1: <laughs> so build it in there. Yeah, that's that's, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. And that you know, for the for the person who's listening, who's looking for something practical that they can begin to do, uh, you know, you should be listening to this with a piece of paper and a, a, a pen in your hand because you know, no change equals no change. And it's great to hear these things, and we listen to it and you know we enjoy the conversation and we enjoy the knowledge but knowledge is not uh, knowing something is not doing it and you need to capture it you need to write this down these tips that we're sharing so that you can begin to really make the change make that a living part of of who you are make that a a part of of your life you know chantal there was an there's a there's an old story um that that says that you know if you put a frog if you put a frog in a pot of boiling water it's going to jump out, but if you put the same frog in a pot of cool water and slowly turn the heat up until the water start starts to boil, the frog will remain in the pot until it's you know let's just say no longer with us um, It's actually not true from a scientific standpoint, but it's used to illustrate the grad that gradual change is not perceivable you know if you if you put a frog in water and turn the temperature up, it will actually try to escape from the hot water even if it just gradually turned up but that's not the case with with our behaviors That's not the case with our um with what we do. so you know it's important for for everyone listening to to just become aware of the fact that you know you have you create those habits over time and you become you become entrenched in them so you know procrastination is something that you that you learn to do. that means that it's something that you can learn not to do. But it's necessary that you that you apply what you learn along the way so that you can really begin to make those changes happen. Um, I also want to take this moment to just point out that this is, you know, we're we're talking about a topic that really uh that's a really big subject. Uh Chantel has a a program that she's put together um, procrastinator, no more. And you can get it. You can get the audio program at um, aboutgoals.com. And you know, I, I th- because of the fact that this is a 30-minute show, um, and I always feel it's it's that I have an obligation to providing um, the the listeners with something that can help them to go to that next step. You know, you're going to hear this stuff, and you're going to go, okay, yeah, I need to make this change. But I strongly encourage you to take the step to go out to the site and to download. Uh, to, to purchase and download and start listening today to the program, Procrastinator No More, so that you can really begin to make the change happen. You know, if knowledge alone could do it, you know, there's, there's the, the old saying that information is power. And years ago, I used to do a radio program um, with Radio 1, which is one of um, – uh, it's. A, I did it, w- which is Kathy Hughes's, um, you know, part of her – her uh her radio stations the, the number of radio stations she has around the country it was on a, it was on a small um, network that she had a uh, broadcast network uh, called um uh, w o l it's one that she started on and the 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 mantra um, the the tagline for that station was you know w o l where information is power and and I, I began to realize that it's really not information that's power. That's just the start. You know, I can tell you that it's going to rain, or you can watch the weather forecast and and know that it's going to rain, but that information won't keep you dry unless you act on it. Unless you grab an umbrella or, or a raincoat or something to stop the rain from hitting you, um, you're still going to get wet. So information is a start, but it's action that's really the power. The power comes from acting on what you know. So Go out to the website, pick up a copy of Procrastinator No More. It's a great place for you to start to make these real changes that you need to make in your life. number one reason why you want to avoid procrastinating is because time wasted is time lost. We're only given a certain number of days, and we don't know how many days they are. So when you're wasting time, you're losing time. And you'll realize at some point that all you ever really had was a dream and a little bit of time to make it come true. So you don't want to waste that time. You got to get off the pot if you're struggling with procrastinating. You got to get off the pot, and this is a great way to take action. Chantel, t- tell me a little bit more about the the mind of the procrastinator. What's in that mindset as it relates to the anxiety and the, the fear and the anxiety factor?
0: Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, the procrastinator or the p- the, the person who who is anxious uh, will tend to put lots and lots of pressure on himself or on herself okay and the way we do that is by using words like uh, the verbs like must, have to's and should's um, the way we do that as well is by adding what I call absolutistic terms in our language I'll give you some examples I'll give you three um, basic uh, basic thoughts using the verb must. I absolutely must be successful in every important task I undertake. That is a core belief. Okay, no client of mine come to to, to my office and say, "Okay, I absolutely must be successful in every important task that I undertake." They are not conscious that they have this soft in their mind but when i help them to uncover the, co- the core beliefs that they have that cause their anxiety we usually find it is there okay and if you look at the sentence i absolutely must be must be successful in every you, you can sense here the absolute terms in this um, so it tends to put a lot of pressure on ourselves so or how do another you get way, them
1: to change their, that language? How do you get them to change what they're saying to themselves?
0: Okay, well, first of all, uh, I use a technique that's called disputing. Uh, what we do is that we dispute this belief. I will ask them some questions like, okay, um, is it true, absolutely true, that you absolutely must be. Successful in every important task I undertake. Does it reflect reality? What makes you think that you must absolutely must be successful? Well, they will say, well, not not in every important task, but most of the tasks. Oh, well, it it really makes it, it it just with that change, little change of you know way of thinking, it makes a difference. If I say I must. Be, I must be successful in every important task I undertake. If I just change the word every, at most of, at least (laughs) there's a little (laughs) less pressure on ourselves. But the elegant way would be, I would like to be successful in, not in every, well, not in every, I I would like to be, it would be great if I could be successful in most of the tasks that I undertake. I would like to, but I must not, it's not an obligation. Who said that that you must be?
1: So it's it's really just getting rid of that four-letter word must. Mm. It's just one of the words, but but any word that that would imply um, an absolute, you know, exactly. meaning that if you don't do this, um, you know, it's a bad thing. So so changing your language, changing that self-talk, um, is the way in which you can kind of clean up your. Uh, Reduce some of that anxiety by cleaning up what you're thinking and saying to yourself.
0: And you know, in reality, okay, in reality, if we must be successful in every important task that we undertake, we would be successful in every important task that we would undertake. Right. But that's not the reality. Sometimes we are successful and sometimes we are not that successful, and sometimes we fail. That's part of the human condition. That's reality.
1: That's it. All right. Reality
0: is what is, yeah.
1: That's so, so true. You know, yesterday um, you shared with us the word musturbation, um, which is mm. just, you know, telling yourself I must, I must, I must. Someone shared mm-hmm. with me um, on Twitter uh, the idea that that um, sometimes we uh, we should all over ourselves. Or we're shooting all over ourselves. That we just we use the word I should, I should, I should, I should, and that can be just as damaging. So um, the yeah, because here, it, it will lead quick, him
0: to guilt if he yeah, should and himself. and guilt, it anxiety will lead leads, him to, yeah. leads to
1: procrastination. Well, mm-hmm. we're coming up to the end of, of our time today. We're gonna uh, we're gonna come back to this discussion tomorrow, and we're gonna give some tips on on one how a person can make the change and how they can prevent a relapse, a procrastination mm-hmm. relapse. Uh, Everyone, you're listening to the Goals Coach Daily with Chantel Beaupre as my guest today. If you'd like to get a copy of her audio program, Procrastinator No More, go to aboutgoals.com. You can purchase it, download it, and listen to it today and begin to, to get yourself unstuck. All right, we're going to come back to this topic tomorrow. As always, it has been an absolute delight. We thank you, Chantel. And for everyone listening, this is the Goals Coach telling you to get up, get out, and get going. I want you to know that the world is a better place because you're in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. We'll talk to you tomorrow at the same time.